rescued from the jaws of an alligator. Coming right up. The Daily Detour. Headlines and entertainment on your schedule. Featuring music by our house band, Quickie. And now, your host, Dan Roberts. Mm. Eh. Mosh My Life Away from Quickie. You can find that on iTunes and CDBaby.com. Uh, Got a good story for you to start with here. Although, there's, you know, like any good Disney movie, your kids may get nightmares from this. Uh, but it does have a happy ending. Just like a Disney movie. Richard Wilbanks went to Miami to a dog breeder, found himself a a little puppy named Gunner. Maybe the cutest puppy I've ever seen. Uh, He's a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. That means nothing to me. I just know he's a little brown and white doggy and he looks very cute. Oh, yes, he does look cute. Sorry about that. Instinct. So Richard took Gunner home to his wife, Louise. Uh, They also live in Florida. And life seemed to be uh, on the upswing. Things seemed to be good. Now we got this new puppy in our life. Puppies are so cute. They bring us such happiness. They're such joy. Isn't he a good boy? And Richard and this dog, they're inseparable. And they're out walking around, uh, as you do. And they pass a pond pretty close to the, the house. There's a pond right there. Lucky family. They got a nice view right there. And apparently the view from in the pond looked pretty good, too. Because if you were a hungry alligator, you'd say, Mmm, want to get me some puppy. And that's what happened. A four-foot alligator shot out of the pond like a missile, snatched the puppy, and then whisked it underwater. But Richard wasn't having it. This was his new best friend. And so he dove into the pond after the puppy, grabbed the alligator by the jaws, and wrestled the alligator to free the puppy, who went running off, thank goodness. Didn't seem to suffer any major injuries as it was able to uh, to run away once it was out of the alligator's jaws like that. And there's video online because someone uh, was able to stand there and watch him rescuing the puppy with their cell phone just going, oh man, I hope he gets it. I'm not going to help, but I hope he gets it. No, that's not true. It was actually uh, some park cameras, like 24-7 cameras that are just out there to observe mostly peaceful wildlife, non-dog snatching wildlife. Uh, that you can peek in on at any time. And maybe you saw that video. It's it's something. You could, you could YouTube it, Google it, whatever. Take a look at it. It is something to see. And then, you know, maybe you get to wondering, is the puppy really okay? Maybe it was just adrenaline that let it run away the way it did. And maybe there were some injuries, some internal injuries. It was in the alligator's jaws. But the Wilbanks took it to the vet, and x-rays showed only some water in the lungs. Puppy's just fine. Gunner is A-OK. And he will be walked on a leash from now on, something that was missing when the gator got him. So like I said, a happy ending with, with the scary uh, moment in there. That's how you start a podcast right there. And then you, you probably introduce yourself in case people weren't paying attention at the beginning. I'm Dan Roberts, unemployed radio host, now with my very own podcast. I own 100% of the podcast, which means I own 100% of nothing right now. <laughs> But we're building. We're building a community. Uh, Then I might say something like, oh my gosh, I've got a great guest for you today. And all week long, it's Bill Dwyer week on the Daily Detour podcast. He's a great comedian. He's got some good stories. And a shout out to my old stomping grounds of KZZU Radio for allowing me to bring this interview to you because this happened on their dime. So much, much, much appreciation uh, to KZZU for, uh, for letting me do this. But before we get to Bill Dwyer, let's take a look at entertainment news today. Well, the big Mike Tyson, uh, Roy Jones Jr. fight was uh, over the weekend, Saturday night, and 
hearing rave reviews of it, as a matter of fact, even though it basically ended in a draw, like a soccer game. All reports indicating it was uh, super entertaining. You had Snoop Dogg up in the announcer's booth, mini concerts between rounds, and people are saying that the Legends-only league debut was a success and that Tyson might have a legitimate franchise on his hands. His scarred and bloodied hands. No, they wear gloves. Meanwhile, more controversy at the Grammys. This time, it's Halsey, not The Weeknd, who is criticizing the award show. She went off on Instagram, says the Grammys are an elusive process. It can be about behind-the-scenes private performances, knowing the right people, campaigning through the grapevine with just enough handshakes and bribes that can be just ambiguous enough to pass as not bribes. And if you get that far, it's about committing to exclusive TV performances and making sure you help the Academy make their millions in advertising on the night of the show. And that uh, remark about the uh, performances, ex- the exclusivity of the performances, that gels with what uh, The weekend was saying. Because he almost had to not do the Super Bowl. He was being asked to choose between the Super Bowl or the Grammys. But you can't do both. I think he is doing both now. But there was a lot of back and forth. And he thinks he may have cost himself some nominations going forward. Halsey adds that while she's thrilled for her many talented friends who were recognized this year, she's hoping for more transparency or reform. And she says, but I'm sure this post will blacklist me anyway. Yeah, that's uh, quite courageous uh, or stupid, (laughs) depending on your point of view. It's something she could regret later, uh, but she's clearly so uh, passionate about at this moment. Uh, And it does sound like the Grammys have a problem, but what do I know? Some sad news. Uh, It was announced yesterday that David Prowse had passed away. He's an actor best known as being Darth Vader. I know you're saying, well, Dan, I thought James Earl Jones was Darth Vader. James did the voice. David Prowse was the guy in the suit. He was the imposing figure of Darth Vader. Had it been James Earl Jones, uh, who I love on camera and as the voice of Darth Vader, uh, Vader would have been shorter. It had a little bit more of of a tummy. Maybe not quite as imposing as David Prowse. Oh, and here's a fun fact I didn't know. Uh, Prowse was actually uh, offered a choice between the role of Vader or Chewbacca, both iconic. Chewbacca may be offering a little more acting opportunity in retrospect. You know, we get to see Chewbacca's sense of humor and uh, we get to see him be sad and all that stuff. But I think everybody was cast well. I know that's a hot take. That is a very hot take that they cast Star Wars well. History does seem to be on my side on that one. Speaking of Star Wars, uh, The Mandalorian uh, on Friday was a good one. Did you see it? Did you watch The Mandalorian? You can stream it right now. You can pause this and stream it right now on Disney+. Plus. But we found out some stuff. We found out Baby Yoda's name. And I don't mean the child. I mean, I mean the child, but I don't mean, oh, yeah, we know we're supposed to call him the child. No, now Baby Yoda, the child, has an actual name. And I'd play a clip of it for you, but I can't do that due to copyright restrictions. However, I can play you a clip of the Dan DeLorean. So let's do it. I'm here to deliver the child to a Jedi. He has a name. Frank? No. Robert? No. Larry? Nope. Carl? It's Carl, isn't it? I've only known one other like him. Master Lady Who. Master Lady Who? Yoda. Yeah, I'm just going to call him Baby Yoda from now on. Well, that didn't tell us anything. I did not learn a single thing from that clip. Dan DeLorean, give me a break. I guess if you didn't see the episode, you don't really want me spoiling it for you. So you should probably hit the 10 second skip button right about now. Because the child, Baby Yoda's name is... 
Grogu. Yep, they had a year to think about it, and that's what they came up with. <laughs> Grogu. Rolling around in my grave, am I? Sorry about that, Yoda. All right, it's time for the interview portion of the program. Catchy segment title, huh? Interview portion. Trademark. Copyright. A daily detour. It is time to talk to the great comedian, and I'm saying great because nicest guy on the planet, too. Uh, there's a story behind that compliment. <laughs> but uh, Bill Dwyer is uh, with me today. And Bill, I'm terrified to speak with you. It's There's got to be nicer people than me. I know what I think sometimes, so... Yeah. I think that's why uh, I think that's why we men we be quiet sometimes, you know. Like when you're in a relationship, you know, and they'll say, "Oh, how come you never speak?" Because I'm awful. Right. Because they think awful things. <laughs> Tell me what you're thinking. No, you don't want to know. It's weird and awful. Yeah, isn't it horrible when they point out uh, some behavior in some other guy that upsets them, and you're like, well, "I was just thinking that same thing." <laughs> gotta right, keep that in yeah, hold yeah. it in yeah oh right oh that guy's terrible oh that's terrible okay all right mark <laughs> check that off note, got it note got to self it. that is awful yeah yes so yeah that's why um that's probably why i'm single now that's probably why i'm not married anymore now i'm gonna be that guy if i ever get married again that i always say i think the priest should you know when you're going through the vows, like the priest should double check, you know, like if you're getting married for a second time and he says, do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife to have in a hole to, yeah. like, you know, to the, and uh, yes, I do. Uh-huh. Are you sure? Because you said the same thing seven years ago. Right. Even my conviction. Just want to make sure now. Some people are uh, relentlessly optimistic, though. I know people that have that are on like their third or fourth uh, marriage, and more than one, lest any of them think I'm specifically talking about them. There's a few people. What a kind man you are, Dan. Relentlessly optimistic. <laughs> Those people are awful at marriage. Why? Why do they keep doing it? Here's I my thing. They yeah. say fifty uh, percent of marriages end in divorce, but where do those other relationships—the uh, people that get married three or four times—how does the, how do those numbers fit into that fifty percent? Oh, right. I think the yeah. numbers are skewed. Is my those point? Those people are skewing the numbers. Yeah. And you know what I say when you say fifty percent of marriages end in divorce? I know people freak out about that, but do you know how many relation regular relationships end? All of them. All of them. You either break up or you get married. That's yeah. it. You break up or you die together. That's Those are the two yeah. options. I think that would be the best way to ask someone to marry you. Just say, baby, this is over. <laughs> We're getting married. Uh. <laughs> Let's enjoy the time we have left. Joined at the hip. Let's just do it. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, I, but I am, I am pro marriage. I, I think if you, if you think you should get married, then you probably should be married. I think you know that the person you're going to marry is going to be the person you're going to marry. So I, you know, I, I am pro marriage. I just, you know, I just didn't do it well, I guess. So do you think you'll get married again? I I don't think even those people get married three and four times. I don't think they ever think after their first one, they go, Oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do this again. I'm doing definitely <laughs> doing this again. I don't know. I know I people mean, that seem there. I know guys that seem to be unable to function alone. Like as soon as that relate, it could be a long time marriage. As soon as it's over, they're 
They're, and they, they talk a good game for about a month. <laughs> By the fourth month, they're already moving in with someone again. That's true. And there's probably women like that, too, who are probably, you know, who need that person next to them, too. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. It is That's all I wanted is, to hear. Yeah. You want to have someone in your life, for God's sakes. Yeah. Do you do. You, so was your divorce recently? Yeah. Really, yeah, yeah. That sucks, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you it's, have it's weird. Do you have advice to people going through this right now? Because I'm sure you're not alone. <laughs> or is it too fresh to give advice? Uh, I think, um, um, yeah, I'm writing a book on marriage called, uh, how I did it. Do the opposite. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I really, I don't think I have, uh, I don't think I have good marriage advice. Uh, mm. Jesus, just, you gotta, you're going to have to try, you know, <laughs> you gotta try. Yeah. I think, um, I think, uh, I think in a lot of marriages, people stop trying and they still stay married. And those are the marriages where you see where the, where they're not walking together. You know, the husband is three feet in front of the wife and they're walking down the street and they're both kind of slumped over and nobody looks happy <laughs> because they stopped trying yet. They still stayed married, which is weird. Interesting. I'm I know sure people it comes too. around then. Yeah, I know two people too that have uh, gotten divorced and then continued to live with each other for quite a while. Oh, and what, probably it's probably a financial thing, or maybe the housing market at the time was was tight. I don't know, yeah. but yeah, I, there's more than one couple I've Boy. encountered. And what do you think is what that's like? I mean, you think everyone's walking around tense, or is it all like loosey goosey now? Hey, no more contracts. All right, here we go. I would think it would be tense, or I would think that someone's pretending it's loosey goosey, but it's not really because then. If like if it goes on for too long, someone's going to date and someone's going to date first. Yeah, right. <laughs> and when they come home, oh <laughs> uh, right, yeah, yeah. That can't be and good. I, I know people who are in uh, open relationships or open marriages, and uh, you know you got to make sure you work that out too. You got to have rules for that. Just like in a regular marriage, you got to have rules in an open marriage. Yeah. The open nope. marriage, I feel. I don't know how long that can work for, and I have no experience in that, nor do I want to experience that, but I feel like that is a jumble of uh, emotions and feelings and all that, and it can't. it's going to end badly for someone. Yeah, I would imagine. That's two people who must be really good. So They're so good at sex that they go, well, I just can't. I got to, you know, I got to share this with the world. <laughs> this is but my each gift. Each one of them is that, yeah, each one is that good. Right. And it's like if if we do this all the time, there's just yeah. going to be a fire. So we got to spread it. We got to spread this out. <laughs> I'm too insecure. I know the, the like the first guy that comes along, I'm out because he's probably better at everything. <laughs> I don't have a lot of uh quantifiable skills uh, in the bedroom or in the workplace. I don't know. Enthusiasm? I like to think I bring a lot of enthusiasm to the table. That's right. More with Bill Dwyer on the next episode of The Daily Detour. We'll get into uh, his appearances on The Tonight Show. And he was on The Tonight Show the same time as Mel Gibson. So we'll get some behind the scenes on that next episode. Also, please uh, check out Bill's album. It's Bill Dwyer, by the way, with one L in Bill. Bill Dwyer, Am I Yelling, is his latest album. Just came out this fall. You can uh, find it at Amazon.com. 
Look for it on your streaming service if you want to go that route. Always nice to throw uh, artists a buck or two, though, if you can. It is Cyber Monday as this episode drops, so, you know, why not? Also, a good time to mention the Daily Detour podcast merch shop at TeePublic is up. You can find the link to that in the bio on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, at Dan Roberts Voice. And it just added a couple of new designs. Uh, If you're into Christmas, this is your shop, by the way. And it's not just t-shirts. You can get mugs. You can get uh, tote bags. You can get artwork to hang on your wall, whatever. Uh, But these are hand-drawn by me. I mean, not each individual item, but the designs themselves. And I uh, put up uh, some World Tour t-shirts for Santa Claus. One is very family-friendly. It's cute. It's lovable Santa. Santa Claus World Tour. And it's got each state in these fine United States of ours listed. So it's like a concert shirt. And then it's got the date 1224 next to every state. Huh? Huh? Right? Because he hits all those places in one night. Uh, And then the other one is uh, also a Santa Claus World Tour shirt, uh, but it's more of a rocker shirt. It's got like the the, the traditional uh, concert, uh, rock concert tee skull, and it's got the devil horn hands, and it's got a couple of guitars crossing each other. Check it out. Or if you'd just like to show your support by getting a Daily Detour mug or t-shirt, you can do that too. But a ton of designs up there. More coming all the time. Check it out at TeePublic. Again, the link in my bio at Dan Roberts Voice on socials. I think that'll do. I think that'll do for this edition of the podcast. I, I don't really have, I don't have any confessions to make. My confession is I don't have any confessions. I know. Well, I have been watching an inordinate amount of uh, television. Because not only am I quarantined, but I'm unemployed. What, what else am I going to do? There's only so many jobs you can uh, look for. I am looking. By the way, holy cow, is the uh, unemployment website horrible? I get booted out like every minute or two. And then you try to, to you know, back page to where you were. And, uh, you know, it, you can't get there. Or if you can get there, everything you filled up the page with is gone. It's uh, it's infuriating. It's maddening. And I have a new respect for uh, what supposedly it was the Nigerians, like some Nigerian hackers that uh, stole a bunch of identities uh, from all the different uh, unemployment, but in several different states. But Washington state where I'm at, one of the biggest. And I kind of have new respect for them. <laughs> they, they almost deserved to get my unemployment benefits just based on their patience for the system because it's awful. But I say almost. It's my money. I paid into the system. You pay into your own system, hackers. Come on now. <laughs> Where was I, though? I have been watching a lot of uh, different, like Hulu, Netflix, what have you, while I can still afford them. Oh, my gosh. Buy a T-shirt. Uh, no, you don't owe me anything. But if you want to purchase something, that's, that's awesome. Appreciate it. But what did I like? I liked the new Kaylee Cuoco show, Flight Attendant, on HBO Max covered in a previous podcast how, how difficult it is to actually access HBO Max right now uh, if you're like a Roku user. But it's a good show. It's a comedic thriller, and it pretty much, it's almost a 10 for me. It, it has some fantasy elements that are, are growing on me, but I didn't like it first. But at its heart, it is a murder mystery. It's about a, fl- a flight attendant party girl who uh, wakes up in bed with a dead guy. And then does all the wrong things. First thing she doesn't do is call the police, makes every bad decision after that bad decision. And, uh, of course, she was in a foreign country, so who knows what could happen, you know? Amanda Knox does get referenced in the story. But it's really good, and believe it or not, it's also funny. 
because again, she's a party girl. There's a lot of drunk jokes at her expense. It's it's a good show. What else did we watch? We watched the uh, the the trial of the Chicago Seven. That's on Netflix. And it's Aaron Sorkin writing and directing. So if you like The West Wing, if you like The Social Network, A Few Good Men, definitely worth checking out. As Sasha Baron Cohen is in it, a.k.a. Borat, playing Abby Hoffman. And he does a really good job. The whole cast is great. Some good lines in it. It felt like it felt like a Hollywood movie, even though I was simply watching it on Netflix, which as far as I know, was where it was released. Maybe it did go into some theaters where they're, they're open. They're not open where I'm at. But that's a good one, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Learn some history and uh, kind of eerily similar to some of the stuff we're, we're seeing out there in the world right now. I never knew too much about the Chicago 7. I, basically, I knew the names Chicago 7 and Abby Hoffman. And now I know the rest of the story, at least uh, through the, the lens of, of a Hollywood screenwriter. And then the other uh, show I would recommend to you is uh, also an HBO show, Nicole Kidman, Hugh Jackman, The Undoing. And uh, I will get to the bottom of that. I will reach the final episode, I think, tonight. And I will not spoil it for you on the next episode, but I will just tell you to get on that. It's a good show. If you like it, you can tell I like murder mystery, thriller type stuff. Both The Undoing and Flight Attendant fit into that category. All right, I'm Dan Roberts. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day. You've been listening to The Daily Detour, a production of Basic Bits, LLC, hosted by Dan Roberts, music by Quickie, and I'm your announcer, Libet Wolf. New episodes drop Monday through Friday. Subscribe now so you never miss a moment, and we'll chat with you next time. Hey!